Hey, I'm Ruben from Dub. Welcome to Connection Loop, our actionable podcast about building businesses with daily human connections. Connection Loop features long form interviews with fascinating people in sales, marketing, and beyond. Enjoy today's episode and learn more about Dub at dub.com. And we are live. Hey guys, this is Ruben from Dub's podcast, Connection Loop. Losing my voice here. And, and I am with I'm with James. And James and I are going to talk about simple ways to use digital tools and strategy to lift up your brand, to drive up revenue, drive up sales, you know, ultimately to make more connections that are mutually beneficial for everyone. So James, please give me a little short bio here and then let's get into the topic. Awesome. I love it. Well, thanks for having me on, Ruben. I'm James Jacoby, founder and CEO of Ascend Advisors. We focus with small to mid-market enterprise companies on their business development strategy, tactics, and execution systems. Got it, man. And then what, what would you say that your, your biggest learnings are um, you know, based on digital tools, based on strategies, certain efforts? What's my recommendations? Yeah, what are your learnings? What are your recommendations? Like, Give us, give us some knowledge drops here. Absolutely. So, I mean... It's no no uh, wonder everyone that's been through this year in business has has been shaken up. <laughs> I, if you haven't felt anything effects from this year, I want to know about it because you'd be the first one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but the reality, guys, is is that you know if you weren't playing in the digital landscape before, you were forced into it now, and you know some businesses aren't built for that necessarily. Some already were. But now you have to really consider how to do it with what you already had before. Um, I mean, a lot of the businesses we work in, no matter what the sector is, you know, uh, professional services, financial services, IT, construction, um, staffing, real estate, healthcare. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Um, a lot of folks that are in the sales development part of that, you have to go meet people. You can't. I mean, I mean I'm in New Jersey. Ruben's in Cali, California. We've, we've been locked down, right? So the whole strategy of how do you promote and sell your services digitally is top of mind right now. And how do you do it fast and how do you do it effectively? So um, that's what I'm really excited to share with you guys on here today. Yeah, I was, I was talking to a, a sales leader the other day and uh, sort of a VP of sales kind of CRO type. And, you know, he, he said, hey, listen, I really want to, uh, I really want to get uh, and he was being tongue in cheek with me, but he's like, Hey, listen, I really want to, I want to try being a, a CMO or a head of business development because it just looks like a cool vacation. I get to chill, hang, you know, uh, just do calls and just like not really do real hard work. And, and we were <laughs> laughing about it <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, and I think there's this old school idea of, you know, when you're, when you're doing biz dev, when you're building up relationships um, that it's it's fun and that it's not necessarily hyper immediately revenue focused. Now, of course, I would beg to differ because I would say that business development is such an important part of relationships and larger brand effort, and that one relationship and uh, you know one strategy can can drive more than what uh, you know a collection of sales calls might be able to do. Mm -hmm. uh, my first question for you is, you know, how can we? In a, in a virtual environment, what are some ways that we can kind of connect virtually, digitally to maybe emulate or do some of the same types of things that we used to do at dinners, at coffee shops, so on and so forth? Yeah, I mean, the first thing is, is you have to 
I mean, these are not going to be uh, amazing epiphanies here, but they're, they're, they're simple and they're real. You got to put yourself out there. Like if you want to meet people, well, part of it is you have to initiate, right? You got to initiate and you got to put yourself out there and say, hello, you know, hi, I'm here. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk. Um, people are really afraid to, it's easier for people to hide right behind the digital wall. And, and we got to just reveal that and say, Hey, I'm, I'm open, transparent, vulnerable, uh, honest. I'm here to talk real issues. If you want to have a conversation like that, let's, let's do it. You know? So initiate would be one, but two is, is you got to drop the sales salesy language. Um, that is not, it never really worked in the first place and it definitely will not work right now. And, and you got to come from a place of authenticity and, and, and also thought leadership. Those are the two things I keep sharing with folks is be you, but if you're going to, if you're going to add value, quote unquote, and help somebody today with, with, the, with business, then you better come from a place of thought leadership. And what, and that, and that means you also have to show that you've been practicing it. Like you got to be a practitioner. So what have you been trying, testing, proving, disproving that you feel good about that you can share with us? Because we're, we want to hear about that. Mm. If you're just thinking of ideas that kind of sound cool, that's not going to really help me right now. So it's not going to get my attention. But mm. if you come with confidence and authority saying, listen, I've been in the weeds, I've tested all this stuff. I can tell you what does and what doesn't work really, really well. And I want to share it with you. Now I'm listening. Um, because you got to remember, everyone's asking those questions up here right now. Now, I love that. Uh, you mentioned something which is about being vulnerable. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's that's a topic that a lot of people don't. Unfortunately, they don't quite understand what that means yet. And, I, and I'm not saying I'm an expert at that. But I feel like, you know, this idea of empathy, vulnerability, you know, authenticity. These are terms that keep getting thrown around. Uh, but I, f I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily know how to truly personify that and, mm -hmm. and embody that. What does it mean to you to be vulnerable in a business environment? Yeah, it's a conversation and it's so, it's so underutilized. So here's the easiest way. Easiest way that, that people can relate with a lot. Mm. Share what you believe. Mm -hmm. Share what you believe about what's happening what's going on in business, how you believe you should be doing business. Um, that kind of common ground can quickly get um, absorbed. And not only that, um, it builds trust really quickly. Because if you can say, hey, I believe that, you know, we need to find some solutions that are going to help each other in business right now and, and still operate um, quickly. We don't have all the answers. And, and, and quite frankly, we're I believe that it's okay to be willing to, to, to try a lot of stuff out and fail for the sake of all, all of us figuring it out and doing well in the next few months. So we're taking the approach of failing forward and here and we're trying different things in the marketplace. What do you believe right now? Are you guys kind of in this like reserve mode? Like we're just going to kind of wait and see what someone else comes up with, or are you guys willing to, to be courageous and step out there too? Mm. You know, and, and just coming from that kind of place, it, it actually, as you can hear it, it actually does start to connect quickly to business strategy and thoughts and where you're trying to take your company. But we kind of have to come together first and recollect ourselves and like, what, what do we do right now? So much going on out there. Who are we? How do we lead? 
and, and what do we represent in the marketplace? And, and that's, that's, it's a really good discussion to have. That's so interesting to me because I feel like what we're touching upon here is this paradigm shift of the thought leader before being this expert. I'm a thought leader. I'm an expert. You have to listen to everything I'm saying because I know exactly what I'm doing. I've been through all this before. Right. New paradigm, which is I am also a student and I'm empathetic to your struggle. I'm going through the same struggle. Maybe you need a guide. Maybe you need perspective. Maybe you need to see what I believe in so that it can inspire you to do something better for yourself. Yeah. Um, and knowing all while throughout the entire process that no one in fact is is an expert in fact we are mm -hmm. all students and, yeah and as, and as socrates once said the only thing that i know is that i know nothing <laughs> yeah i mean it, it, the more you learn the more you realize you don't know you know <laughs> right <laughs> right. right it's true <laughs> it's it's the, it's the most beautiful paradox i think on knowledge because it's so true. If I learn more things, it just opens up more doors for me to have to learn more things. <laughs> and, well, and the, and the yeah. cycle continues. And that's just it. It's like, it's, it's strange because the more, and I talk about this all the time, but the more you're willing to learn and be open to failing and failing forward to learn, you're actually going to be faster in business because you're learning quicker, which means you can adjust faster and be more nimble in the right decision-making for what's going to move the needles in your business. The longer you apprehend, the longer you question, the longer you stay in overwhelm of, of choices of where you could go with the business. You're just, you're just, um, you're just coming to eventual failure anyways of realizing that you have to face that no matter what, at some point, you might as well do it now. You might as well be wrong now versus six months from now. Like go fail now, figure stuff out with, with, you know, you got to be mindful of, of your numbers and your people. With the parach parachute on your back. Parachute, yeah. <laughs> Jab the parachute. But, but you gotta, you gotta test stuff because I'm telling you, no one's very few people have good answers mm -hmm. and, and, and the, all the guys are, all the big guys are talking about it. McKinsey's got great reports for industries on this stuff. I read the, I've been reading a lot of them lately cause they're so good and they're so over the target on how we think and how we feel about business. But I'll tell you what they keep finding. And I, I keep hearing the same thing. It's speed, quicker decision-making and um, market resonance. How, how are we resonating in the market and, 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 and really being over the target of what do people need right now may be very different than last year or even six months ago. How does that relate to your business? Do you need to change your service model? I don't know, um, but you got to find some connectivity through practicing to to helping your marketplace. Mm. Now you mentioned you mentioned this idea of failing forward, and what I really connect to about this idea is that, and this I think this connects all the dots so far, which is putting yourself out there, taking risk, being vulnerable, gets data. It gets information back and then that information right. then can turn into failures, which ultimately can turn into learnings and then ultimately to success if we stay on that path. Mm -hmm. What is what does that mean to you failing forward? Yeah, I mean, it's well, it, I, I was just going to point out, have you noticed yet that I haven't recommended a specific marketing or, or video tech strategy and, and coming from your background? I mean, it, it, I could easily say that, right? But but it, the, the truth is, is that you have to figure out um, 
how to use tools and strategies with who you are. It's got to feel right because at the end of the day, you got to use this stuff. You got to, you got to be consistent with it. And, um, and feeling forward is really is make some decisions, tr try stuff out, try video messaging out, try, um, short messaging, long messaging, try sharing articles, try, you know, there's, we could probably come up with a list of good 15 to 20 things to try right now. Try it all and, and test it. And testing is failing because in, in, the, in, the, in the concept of testing, you're actually giving yourself permission to fail because you don't know what's going to work. And you're allowing yourself this window of failure to say, I'm just going to like put myself out there, collect data, see what's happening, see what's working and see what feels right, but also see what the market's telling me. So I have a better ear and eyes to see what is going on and how I can approach it. And that's a lot of the question out there is people don't know how to approach it, but they won't know unless they test. Mm. So you got to fail. The reason why, the reason why I connect to that is because it reminds me that failure is not as devastating as sometimes people make it out to be. Yeah. You know, failure is what you said, which is a test gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's a micro fail. You know what? You, do you want to use Google Forms or do you want to use Typeform? Yeah. And then you try both out and you say, you know what? This is the one that's, that's going to work for me. That's a micro failure and it's a learning in, in disguise, really. Yeah. I mean, and, and kind of to, to, to get to the punchline of this segment, what do you do right now? What's the top, top, you know, top best practice? It's framing what we just said and, and using that as a strategy, like literally carving out a window of time, saying you're going to test certain things and, and deciding what you're going to measure and, and what, why that's important to the business. Well, it will ultimately we want to do stuff that moves the needle, right? We don't want to do stuff that just wastes time. Everyone wants to move the needle in their business with, you know, cash flow, client acquisition, profit, you know, all sorts of things, speed, um, less clunk, less overwhelm, you know, easier, nim more nimble. So test this stuff in a window and say, we're committed to this. Here's how we're going to measure it. We're going to go all out. We're going to give it our best. We're not going to care about what happens along the way. We'll document our wins. We'll document our losses. And then hopefully at the end, we have a story to tell about what we know about ourselves, what we know about the market, what maybe we can recommend to the market. Now that we have fresh data that's valuable, that's mm. consumable, that someone can learn from with us, now you're starting to lead from thought leadership in real time. Um, and that is premium probably for the next 18 months. Mm. Now, I want to get into this idea of tools, digital tools. Yeah. You know, I, I used to work at a WeWork. You know, we had uh, we had an office in uh, actually on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which is a whole okay. other conversation. And it was a, it was a great experience because it's a co-working environment. We had a dedicated office, but we could go and kind of mingle with some of the folks there, right? And I recall on various occasions, I'd go to the water, the proverbial water cooler. Of course, there it's kombucha on tap and, you know, <laughs> nice loose, loose leaf uh, green teas. Nice. And uh, I don't know if they still have that anymore. And, uh, you know, but the, the point, though, is that I would I remember networking and I remember kind of conversing with some of the folks that were there that were in sales, that were small business folks, that were marketers. And I remember what I what I might call now is the as the shiny object syndrome, where every time I'd speak to someone, I, it would be a shiny object. Someone would say, well, you know what? 
you got to do webinars. Webinars are the future. That's where it's at because it's yeah. kind of synchronous yeah. and people can ask questions and you can give a hard close and there's scarcity. But no, 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 you got to do YouTube ads. It has to be self-service. And then another person says, well, no, no, no. You got to use Facebook ads with you know the messenger tie-in. That's the dream. That's the dream conversion. And then another person says, well, no, 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 you got to use, you know, video messaging, you know, and the list goes on and on and on with all these different types of channels and, you know, different types of methods, campaigns that we can use. And I remember at one point being in my mind uh, saying, well, that sounds good. We got to go chase that. That's also sounds good. We got to go chase that. Yeah. And it was this idea of wanting to test certain things, but then not knowing what the potential outcome would be, mm-hmm. and then ultimately getting massively distracted and not being able to do any of those things well. Right. And then I think my solve on this was delegate and test, and then bring data, and then just continue to do what works. Totally. Um, what is your take on the shiny object syndrome? It's it's a problem. It's a big problem, um, and it's especially in small business, entrepreneur, small business, they're inundated daily with offers on that stuff. And, mm-hmm. and it's all over their head and they don't know much about any of it really that well. So at surface value, it seems cool. It sounds good. But the problem that you and I both know, if you've done this enough times, is that there's there rabbit holes. And once you get in one, it can take you to someplace but it's going to take you somewhere and probably for a good three to six months. <laughs> and so, you know, with the speed of business in the market, we know that six months really for most businesses is, is like a year uh, or two years. Mm-hmm. So like when you marry that decision and even though it's three to six months, that's a, that's a big decision. Mm-hmm. And so it's scary. Right. And it's like, well, man, what if I'm wrong? You might be. But it's better to make a decision and go down one than not do anything and, sh- and just stay back. So um, the shiny the shiny object syndrome is real. But here's the thing: is you gotta you gotta ask yourself, okay, why am I looking at this shiny object? What is it? What is it that I'm looking at for it to do for my business? What do I have in my business right now? That's excuse me, sorry about that. What do I have in my business right now? that is similar do i have anything of relevance to compare it to why is it not working right now for me if i'm being honest is it because and this happens a lot i'm just not doing the work i'm just not committed to executing on my own internal thing that i'm doing right now what's going to change if i buy that i still have to learn that actually have to spend more energy learning it now more time so why do I think it's going to change or make it better? And this is like, well, no one ever asks themselves these questions when they're buying this stuff. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's my point is we need to be smarter buyers with ourselves about what are we looking really to do with this and, and, and to start having some more consciousness about our budget, our bottom line, our financials, our real, what are, what are we measuring with this thing here? What are we expecting it to do? Um, and when you start to think that way, which is not, that doesn't come easy for a lot of people. That's, that's a skill that you have to keep working at. Um, and you have to get some training on, but if you start to think like that, then not only can you make a way better decision for your business, but you can also hire vendors way smarter because you can ask them harder questions, have better collaborative partnerships that are more focused. And, and you find more purpose and, and less clutter about 
how is this all going to work? What am I going to do here? No, you're, you're like vetting that out as you think through this this way. So the shiny object syndrome is a real problem, but you also have to remember, like, ask yourself some smarter questions about what, what we're doing about it first. Because once you do that, you're going to get really clear on intentionality with using a tool like that. And that's, that's part of the problem is that people aren't intentional. You know, this, this reminds me so much of, there's a great, there's a great video, Steve Jobs video, in fact, uh, Steve Jobs insult response. And there's, there's a bunch of different versions of this video, but what's so interesting about this video where he responds to someone in the audience that's heckling him. And I think what the comment was, was something about, you know, Unix and this technology and why aren't you guys adopting this? And what he, what he talks about so eloquently in the Steve Jobs way that we all know and love is that he says, you know, it's, it's, it's a need. It's a problem that we're trying to serve. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a consumer experience that we're trying to em embrace and improve. And then from that, we adopt technology, we adopt tools and we surround ourselves with the most talented people. And I love the reason why I love this quote and what he said was technology should never be used for technology's sake. Technology should be used to do exactly what you were talking about, which is to get to the intentionality of our effort and to solve problems. Right. And to say our our problem is we need more qualified leads. Well, our solution is to pre-qualify leads with XYZ campaign. Right. And as a result, that gives us, I think, more direction to 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 test and to mm -hmm. and to fail faster. Yeah. That that's just it. It's uh and it's it's a really cool time right now because everyone kind of had to push the re had had the reset button. We kind of been we we kind of got pushed back into into challenge of all of our beliefs on business and what to do and 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 a lot of other things. But it, it forces us to go back to that curious learner again, you know, that maybe we haven't been at before or haven't been at in a long time. And if you if you can stay in that that learner mentality of like curiosity, problem solving intentionality with your business and your people, it, it can really shift your culture in a positive way. That's way more solutions focused, which then what this, that, which then automatically from taking that approach will speed up your business, will speed up decision-making will be focused. And, and the, the companies that can take their teams through that um, are going to do really, really well. Uh, it's, it's the teams that are, are continuing to choose to, to stay in the drama, to stay in the fear, to stay in uncertainty and, and not really move forward in anything. Um, you're going to lose engagement. You're going to lose time. You're going to lose a lot of money because of, of lack of, of, of decision and execution. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm picturing this, this quadrant based on this conversation of kind of like how we can truly evolve as business people where mm -hmm. we are the center here. And on one channel, it's, you know, it's curiosity, learning. On another channel, it's, it's being a thought leader. It's actually putting yeah. your beliefs out there. Yeah. On, an, on another channel, it's being mindful, being intentional. And then on another, it's, it's, it's being a tester, being someone that's not afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. And by kind of Hoberman universing out to kind of adopt all these, these mantras, really, you know, I feel like we can ultimately be our best selves. And I think that's the path that we're on. 100%. You know? Yeah, I love the way you just painted that. That that was great, <laughs> but it's true, right? Like, how can how can you lose with that vector that you just mm -hmm. painted? How can you lose? Yeah, like seriously, how can you? You're the most agile, grounded, like over the target of what's really going on 
in the marketplace with that. You are that you can't lose with that. Um, and, and that's, that's where I think a lot of businesses, the ones that are doing this and there are, there are many that are, are going to do really, really well. And, and they're harnessing tech for the purpose and intent intentional is intentionalization of solving problems in their business. Yes. Mm hmm. Uh, I think the the kicker here, which is I think the man you and I in this conversation is the manifestation of this, is that if we can document the whole process, like conversations like this, yeah. like like videos with that with that whiteboard in the background, yeah. um, the great slogan that you have behind you, with simple technology that we're using here to capture and share, uh, you know, it's we're living the dream here, you know, because not only are we evolving and learning, but we're also creating content that attracts other people and, you know, effectively clones ourselves. It, it does. And, and, and you're right on. I mean, this right here is awesome. Like this is an awesome conversation that we can take with and run with, you know, and hopefully it, it makes you think about something new. It makes you ask a new question and maybe shift something a little bit, but it also confirms that what we've just said is, is totally cool and okay. Mm. You know? And that's, that's another through what we've just talked about, we actually have shared some beliefs on how to how to do business right now. Nice. So where can people learn more about you? Where can they connect with you? Social channels? Well, that right there, LinkedIn, come there first, because that's where you're going to we're going to do the probably the best and fastest connection. Come check us out on LinkedIn. Um, we have a, a new website, ascendadvisors.com. Um, would love to see you come by there. I'm on Facebook as well. James Jacoby facebook um but if you want to talk about a real quick actionable conversation on what is your business development mindset and strategy right now with this digital um ocean that we have to navigate we're giving th away 30 minute consultations to talk about your business development strategy specifically we'd love to see if you have questions you want us to, to have you think through if you want to talk about tactics or things that we've tested or if you just want to kick some ideas around 30 minutes but we're giving that away for the month of november well james thank you so much for your time this was this was really compelling and insightful here i, I cannot wait to to socialize this conversation and to kind of take some of the the thoughts that we had here and to put that, those out on our on our social channels Absolutely. Um, thank you so much for your time, James. You're so welcome, Ruben. Thank you. Stick around and I'll share some notes with you.